Welcome, it's Con Café for Monday, the 29th day of November, year of our Lord 2021. I thank you for joining us. I thank you for being a part of this ministry, and I pray that this bring a blessing to you and to yours. May it impact your walk with Jesus and help you be a better person to those with whom you live and work and play and bring you that which your life needs to bless others. Let me say I missed you guys, and, uh, you know, it, it was hard not writing and sharing my thoughts on the scriptures for this week, and this is being recorded on Sunday, the 28th of November, and this morning as I'm hearing uh, our pastor, Pastor Dr. Matt Pennington, uh, I said, wait a minute, it's Advent? It can't be Advent Sunday already, and that's that's what I missed out on by not looking at the scriptures from the lectionary at least and i said well you know i'm i'm behind and so the scripture we're going to look at tonight and i mean this this day which is monday for you guys is the the scripture the gospel for the second sunday of advent and we're calling it prepare the way for jesus because it comes from the gospel of luke chapter 3 verses 1 through 6 i'm reading from the new international version of the bible and i pray it truly help you in your spiritual preparations for the coming of christ's birth and also to help you uh, better understand that jesus christ will come again and we need to be ready for that as well and so advent is all about that careful prayerful spiritual preparation to fully um, appreciate and enjoy and prepare the blessings that God has during this special spiritual time. So hear now the word of God from the Gospel of Luke chapter 3 verse 1. In the 15th year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar, when Pontius Pilate was governor of Judea, Herod, tetrarch of Galilee, his brother Philip, tetrarch of Uteria and Traconid, Nitus, and Lysanias, Chetrach of Abilene, during the high priesthood of Annas and Caiaphas, the word of God came to John, son of Zechariah, in the wilderness. He went into all the country around the Jordan, preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. As it is written in the book of the words of Isaiah the prophet, a voice of one calling in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord, make straight paths for him. Every valley shall be filled in, every mountain and hill made low. The crooked roads shall become straight, the rough ways smooth. And all people will see God's salvation. This, dear friends, is the word of God for the people of God. We say thanks be to God. Well, a very blessed and joyous first Monday of Advent to you and yours, dear friend. That's my prayer for you. The time of Advent is that time, as I said a little while ago, we prepare spiritually for the coming of the Lord. We take that to mean the celebration of his birth as well as his second return. And I pray that this devotional time play an important part in that preparation for all of us. We had a wonderful Thanksgiving, as I pray you all did as well. I thank you for your prayers, for traveling mercies. God blessed us as we returned back from our vacation from Orlando, Florida. We... <laughs> We had uh, we barely slept. I think we went to bed at 10. We set the alarm for 1 o'clock. We got up a little bit before 1. We had already showered. We dressed. We packed and uh, walked out into the cold Orlando night to await the Magical Express, a bus line that 
takes uh, us from the hotel to the airport and uh, we checked in and we had no need for any Christmas miracles on our return home. The flights were smooth. Everything went well. Thanks be to God. The only hard part was uh, finding wheelchairs for Nelly to ride. You know, as uh, I told you, she injured her knee the week before we left. And with all the walking we did in the Magic Kingdom, on average, seven to eight miles every day, well, that kind of aggravated uh, the tendons that were strained. They did an x-ray at the urgent care center during the week. And please pray for my, my wife that she get better and that uh, she gets some relief from that pain that she feels. Also uh, learned that uh, Mr. Perry Heath is recovering from a medical issue and he needs our prayers for his complete uh, recovery. Perry is a member of First United Methodist Church San Marcos. I had the privilege of being his pastor for the years I was there. And personally, he is our CPA. He uh, prepares our taxes as we render unto Caesar the things that are Caesar's. And uh, I pray that Perry is well and and uh, recovering uh, in a great way. Also, I shared with you uh, prayers uh, requested for a dear friend and mentor and uh, got great influence in my life, the Reverend Francisco Gaitan Pancho, as I call him. His heart stopped this morning from what uh, his daughter told me and that uh, put Pancho into the intensive care unit where I think he's taking a turn for the better, but yet, you know, it's touch and go, and I pray that um, we pray for Pancho and for his wife, Elisa, and for his kids and grandkids, uh, just the all-around good guy, great influence on my life and ministry, and uh, makes me sad because every every morning that there's a concafe, he and Elisa sit around their breakfast table uh, and read, um, the scripture or sometimes they listen to this podcast of the scripture and then have a discussion about it and if they have any questions they call me and and uh, initially it was a call to where is the con cafe and uh, I would have to track it down see where it had gone and uh, thankfully uh, that's been resolved and and they receive it every time that it's there and I just pray that, uh, Pancho, if you can hear me, if this gets to you, that, that we love you and we're praying for you and we pray that God's will be done and you be made well according to his plan. And uh, for Perry and for baby Hudson, that uh, we're hearing good things and I just pray for him complete recovery and, and the full weight that he needs to go home to Mama and Papa and Grandma and Grandpa will rejoice in that as well. So let's talk about preparations and how that is part of any advent or the coming of a big event. And I say that because it was 10 months ago. Well, Nellie and I were spending a quiet evening at home watching uh, videos uh, with uh, Carly, our daughter. And we tend to prefer to watch YouTube videos on Disney. And this one was Disney themed. And then Carly showed us a different type of video. It showed uh, bits and pieces of pictures of us as our girls were growing up and time that we uh, had spent in Disney World. And um, she showed an itinerary for someone from Seguin going to Orlando to Disney World. I thought, well, how nice for that person, whomever it could be. But it's not me. Thanks you so much for showing that to me. But Carter kept saying things like, look closer, Dad. And I could, but it never really could 
clicked. And she finally had to say, Dad, you and Mom are going to Disney World during Thanksgiving, this coming Thanksgiving. And keep in mind, this is 10 months ago. <laughs> My first reaction was disbelief. It was just like, yeah, right. And she said, no, no, it's true. And we're going to spend the week there. And she said, we're staying at the Contemporary Resort. And I said, no way. She was doing this because almost 50 years ago, my mom and dad took myself and my two brothers and two sisters to Disney World in 1972. Disney World opened October 71, and that first summer was June of 72. That was the very first summer it was open. And this being the year that Disney World is celebrating their 50th anniversary, she thought it would be very fitting for us to be there during the week that she could join us because she had this week off from, from work, and we could join her during that week. And it was a dream come true. We were profoundly blessed, and we had a great time. I'd fallen in love with the Disney World experience that first summer, and uh, I went back when I was uh, exploring seminaries. Uh, I was considering going to Emory there in Atlanta, and a friend of mine from Southwestern uh, drove me up there, and so um, he and I checked out the seminary, and uh, they were going to put us up in this, uh, what appeared to be a haunted mansion of their own. <laughs> We looked at each other as we drove up, and it seemed like right out of a movie, you know, it was dark, and there was lightning in the air, and we just looked at each other and just shook our heads, and we drove to Jacksonville, Florida, uh, and we slept in the car there right by the beach in, in Jacksonville. And the next day, uh, we said, why don't we go to Disney World? We spent the day at Disney World and got in the car and drove on back to Houston. And then on my honeymoon, that's where Nellie and I went on our honeymoon, we went to Disney World. So we have a long history with Disney World, but it had been like seven years since we had gone to Disney World, and so I, I still loved it, but was unfamiliar with it in terms of it's been so long, you know, I didn't know how to act or <laughs> what to do. But as Carly's explaining, you know, I, I immediately set my uh, app that I have, I have a countdown app on my phone. I set it for the day, that Sunday before Thanksgiving when Carly had flights already paid for us when we would depart and we would leave Seguin for Orlando and it was 10 months. It might as well have been the 32nd day of February, a day that never ever comes around. And almost weekly and monthly I would go to that app and hear the Disney music assigned to it and see the number of months, days and hours before the trip. And as the day approached, we would ask each other, Nellie would say, how many days before we go or how many months? And we would say it, you know, and it was just like, oh, it'll never get here. But the closer it got, the more unbelievable it became. Like, oh, my God, I can't believe it's, you know, only X number of days when we will be there. But as we were planning a discussion, discussing what we wanted to do and should do, I suggested, well, you know, we should leave earlier than the Sunday before Thanksgiving so that we could explore some of the attractions there in Orlando that we want to see and eat at some of the uh, restaurants that we've seen that uh, seem inviting and attractive. And so Carly arranged that she could miss that Friday. And so we left on Friday. We had Friday and Saturday and Sunday to explore Orlando. And then Sunday night, we would check into the Contemporary Resort and then begin our Disney experience within the Disney bubble, what people call that experience that happens. And by that, I mean, you know, one usually flies in 
to Orlando and met at the airport by Disney's Magical Express. They have their own gates where you go and even before you leave, they mail you luggage tags that you put on your suitcases and they have handlers there at the baggage claim area. They pick up your luggage, they load it on the bus and they take it to the resort. You don't have to worry about your, your luggage. Once you go to your room, your luggage is already there. And if it's not there, then it's there before you, you, you really need it. And thanks to technology and, and the pandemic, you know, going to the front desk to check in is no longer available. Once, once you check in by phone or by watch or whatever method you're using, they tell you the room number and they tell you when the magic bands, which you also receive in the mail a few weeks before you depart, you can use those to open the door. The door opens. You can also set up the wristband to charge items on it, like meals and souvenirs. And, and still it seemed like the day would never arrive. Advent is a time of preparation and waiting. In today's passage, we read that God's hand was all over the details and the preparations about who would do what and when. After all, God was preparing for the world's greatest event, which was the birth of his only son, for saving the world from sin and death. And friends, I can't think of a bigger event that has happened. And I can't think of better preparations that could have prepared the world for the events that were going to happen with the birth of this baby in Bethlehem on that night. The task of one who could go before the Lord's arrival would require a special person who could be faithful and strong to prepare the way of the Lord. After all, this would be the fulfillment of prophecy that had been around for many, many, many years. And as other Gospels tell the story, God's angel appeared to Zechariah, the son, uh, whose son was John. But it was Zechariah who was on his turn doing his duty on that day in the sacred Holy of Holies and told him all that was to happen. Zechariah was a bit credulous, and so he was made mute by the angel and said he would not speak until after he named his son John. When the day came and they told him, you have a son, what will you name him? He wrote down John. Freaked out some people. John's not in your family. What kind of name is John? But that was the name they gave to this prophet that prepared the way of the Lord, John. A label came with it, John the Baptist, because he offered baptism for the forgiveness of sins to all who would receive it. And off into the wilderness he went, along the Jordan River, with this very important message. Very simple to the point, but powerful. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. That was the sermon. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Key element there, repent, which means turn away from your sins, because God's kingdom is right here. In other words, if you're not right with God, the kingdom of heaven is not for you, and you won't be allowed in it. So get ready, repent. Be allowed in. The kingdom of heaven is right here. Now, this passage also shares the full message of the prophetic uh, message preached by the prophets, and especially Isaiah. A voice of one calling in the wilderness. Think about that. Along the Jordan River, here is this one solitary voice calling in the wilderness. This message, prepare the way for the Lord. In other words, the day is here when we must prepare for the arrival of the Lord, the anointed, the Messiah, the chosen one of God. Make straight paths for him. 
In other words, let nothing deter you. Don't go this way or that way. Go straight to him. Every valley shall be filled in. In other words, no excuse that, you know, I'm way down in the valley by the time, you know, we get up there and every mountain and hill made load. In other words, no obstacle, no challenge is greater than the availability of Jesus for those who seek him. He's right there. Listen also, the crooked road shall become straight, straight path to Jesus, the rough ways smooth. And I love the last sentence of this passage. And all people will see God's salvation. Isn't that awesome? God wants all people to see God's salvation. So all that John did was to fulfill prophecy and to indeed make ready the way of the Lord. Not an easy task. And sadly, like most biblical characters that do important things for God, he lost his life for his faithfulness to God and all for the salvation of all people. Friends, Advent is a time to remember that God's love is so great, he wants all people to come to a saving knowledge of that love. And by surrendering to him, we can enter into a trusting and loving relationship with God. That's salvation. A lot of times we, we get turned off. We think, well, salvation is a term that's copyrighted by the Baptists. They're always preaching salvation, and we barely hear anything about salvation in our church. Wrong. Any invitation that is made in any church asking you to be right with God, that's salvation. That's an invitation to salvation. It may not be a formal altar call, but it is that which is inviting you to change your life, to surrender your life to Jesus Christ so that you can be made right with God. That's salvation. And we know that God has, through his son Jesus, paid for our sins through his son's death. And as a result, we enjoy fullness of life now. Listen to that. The fullness of life now, the abundant life now. And later, we will enjoy eternal life. Now back to Carly's preparations. Carly's our daughter. Her preparations included keeping a secret for 10 months from mom and dad. As she was planning this out and weighing whether she could truly afford it and whether it would be worth the expense of staying in the contemporary resort, she called her sisters. And when the price showed up and availability of a room on the side that overlooks the Magic Kingdom, she said, I'm going for it. And she booked it. <laughs> and then she said, wouldn't it be great if you all could come as well? And so she talked to all of her sisters. Why don't we make plans to all of us have Thanksgiving together in Orlando? But you can't tell mom and dad. And so she coordinated a way to surprise us once we were at the park. So we changed our flights. And that was a blessing because another daughter was set to arrive more or less the same time we were going to arrive on that Sunday. But since we changed it to Friday, we flew in on Friday. We rented a car. We stayed at a hotel off property and we thoroughly enjoyed Orlando. Saw things we hadn't seen in, in many years and uh, we didn't see uh, a spoiler to the surprise that was in store for us. Sunday night was our first night in the park. We had already checked into our room. We were just taken by the view we had from from our room and and Carly had bought tickets for their Merry Christmas party or whatever it's called and that allows you to go in uh, at seven o'clock uh, in the evening uh, all the other guests had to leave and so 
plenty stayed, believe me. But uh, you got free food as you went along, and you got to ride all the rides as many uh, times as you wanted. And it was incredible. <clears throat> and like I said, we hadn't been there in seven years. Now, Larry and I, we were trying to familiarize ourselves away with, again, with the park. And uh, we wanted to have a Dole uh, pineapple whip, kind of a little ice cream made from Dole pineapple. And we were there at the stand. We were waiting for our order to be called. And uh, while we're sitting there, I, I get a text from my son-in-law, Eric, and uh, I see a photo of him and his daughter, our granddaughter, Sarita. The photo was dark, looked very much like where we were sitting, but I'm still thinking, where, where did they take this picture? And while I'm trying to make heads or tails of, of the photo, someone comes and sits really close to me. And it was a woman, and this startled me, and I stare at her and realize it's my daughter, Sarai. And I hug her and, and want to cry and realize that Nellie's hugging our granddaughter and soon Eric is there hugging us as well. And what an unexpected surprise. <laughs> Needless to say, we went to bed that night very happy and blessed. It was incredible. We, we had gone to a couple of times with Eric, Sarai, and Sarita and enjoyed our time there at Disney World. And I said, what a, what a, what a throwback to the glorious times of, you know, the three of them with us. Uh, in, in Orlando. And then we lamented, well, you know, the one I really would like to see here besides all of my grandchildren is little Eli. You know, Eli is just a year old. He's not had this privilege of coming to to Disney World. And wouldn't it be great to see this little guy's reaction to everything that that's Disney? And uh, so we, we lamented that. We had our breakfast. We go back into the Magic Kingdom and we went into this shop because it was kind of raining and we wanted to get out of the rain. And as we're looking around, we hear a familiar voice, and mind you, it's now a deeper voice, and it's a voice that said, Grandma, do you mind looking after Eli for a second? It was Liam, our oldest grandson. And not only was he there, but he's pushing the stroller with Eli inside. <laughs> and there was Mama, who was Caitlin, and Daddy, who was Jesse, and they were also there. Another blessing. This was Jesse's first time at Disney World as well. And it was wonderful. Now, we did lament that our firstborn and her family were not at Disney. They were in Orlando, but they were at Universal Studios. The pandemic had made it necessary for them to cancel the trip, which they had already prepaid to go to Universal, and they decided this would be the time to make up that, or they would lose it. And uh, later, Nellie's knee problem when she needed to go to urgent care, allowed us to take up an offer our daughter Nellie had made earlier saying, you know, we're here. If you need to use our van, we'll be glad to lend it to you. Uh, and then when I said, well, we're taking mom to urgent care, we're going by Uber. And once we finish there, we'll let you know and you can pick us up. And if we have to go to a pharmacy, uh, please take us to the pharmacy and then drop us off at our hotel, which they did. And let me tell you something interesting about Florida. Maybe this happens in Texas, but I've never heard of it. We were right next door to CVS. So while we waited for Nellie and George to come and pick us up, I went to the CVS, looked around, and finally asked the clerk, I said, where's the pharmacy? He said, oh, he said, you'll find that in Florida, a lot of CVSs and Walgreens will have stores, but no pharmacies. I said, what? I've never heard of that. He said, yeah, you'll have to go further out to find a CVS with, with a pharmacy. So uh, when George and Nellie came, I said, you're going to have to drive us to a Walgreens. That's where we normally uh, do our, our pharmacy. Uh, let's see if we can find one. So we found one again. 
nothing. No pharmacy. It's a store. Looks completely like any other Walgreens, but no pharmacy. I asked the clerk, where's the nearest pharmacy that you all have two miles away? We drove there. Prescriptions filled, and they took us back to the hotel. So we were able to spend some precious few moments with Eliana and Adabel. Our grandson Caleb had fallen asleep. He was exhausted from his day at Universal, and so he had stayed in their room asleep. But great blessings were ours. We were really, really blessed. Thanks to the proper coordination and planning done by our daughter, Carly. And the most awesome part was their ability to keep the entire trip a secret. Ten months a secret from us. Our grandkids tried. They dropped some very obvious hints, but Grandpa wasn't fully grasping what they were saying, and uh, we were blessed. But Advent, dear friends, is not about keeping secret. It's the complete opposite. It's for shouting from the housetops that Jesus Christ was born to save us from ourselves and our sinful ways. And the better news is that Jesus will come again. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, for the things you do, for the things, precious things you provide, we are amazed and thankful. For the way of salvation, we are also indebted deeply, deeply to you. May we truly seek to be made right in you and with you. And may we share that joy that comes from salvation with others. We pray again for those who need your healing touch. And may your will be done. I pray again for those that we mentioned above. I pray for my brother Pancho. Be with Elisa. Be with her family. Bring healing to them. Be with my brother Perry. Restore him to fullness of health and strength. Be with baby Hudson. Be with all who, for whom we are praying, Lord. And we lift them all up as well as ourselves, in Christ Jesus' strong name. Amen. Dear friend, thanks so much for joining us and being a part of this ministry. I pray that this will bless you and your walk with Jesus. And if this will bless someone you know, forward it to them so that they also can receive a blessing through this. I pray you have a great and blessed day in the Lord. And here's your assignment. Seek ways to share the joy of salvation with someone today. You can do that. Ask God, Lord, show me someone that needs to hear about the joy of salvation. Lead me to them. And get ready, because God will. Receive my blessings of joy and peace. It's what a pleasure it is to, to be with you, even if it's one-sided through this. But email me, call me, whatever. Text me. Let me know how you're doing. If you have a prayer request, whatever it is that you need. Receive my blessings of joy and peace. I'm Pastor Adi Valverde. May the Lord bless you and keep you and receive my love. Amen.